Women's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today I am stoked, like literally stoked to be talking to Dr. Tara Dominguez. She is a pharmacist that is changing the way pharmacy is done. And as a former nurse, I cannot wait to hear your story. Dr. Tara, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Amy. I so appreciate it. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Oh my gosh. So tell us what I want to dig right in. I want to get into your background, but I want to know right now, what is TD Pharmacy and what are you doing? So TD Pharmacy Services is a non-dispensing closed-door pharmacy in Oklahoma City. So we don't dispense any medications. So we only offer clinical services to patients and physicians. So it's changing the way the independent pharmacy is being ran. And it's right here in Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Okay. So tell our listeners that don't know what that means, like kind of what that means. And like, I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, sure. So we do a lot of point of care testing. So, you know, when COVID hit, we started doing tons and tons of COVID testing and you know, we got into strep and flu and RSV. And then we started doing therapy for COVID as well. Um, other things we do is work with physicians in their offices to do chronic care management and remote patient monitoring. So helping patients with their meet their long-term goals of their health needs with their chronic conditions to you know, de-escalate the medications that they're on, which is what we really need. Uh, we need to get people off medications and get them healthy and getting them to lifestyle lifestyle changes um, instead of just adding more and more and more, which you as a nurse completely can relate to. Oh my gosh, not just as a nurse, but I mean, I'm a, I've been a patient. I have been a recipient. I have an autoimmune disease, many autoimmune diseases. So yeah. I have traded out 25 prescription medications in the last few years and are off those. But I mean, explain to the audience what that really means for a patient. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's basically, a, it's a journey for the patient. You know, first they have to really recognize that, hey, they have a problem that needs to be addressed um, and they are tired of taking another medication for it. And then they want to make lifestyle modifications and lifestyle choices to better their future. So that means, you know, we're going to cut out some sodium in your diet. We're going to cut out all the sugar that you're adding to your diet. And we're really going to focus on the education, you know, month to month, day to day and go, hey, you know, how, what were you eating? Let's, let's break it down to the very simple things. Like what, what were you eating here? Here's what your diet was. And here's really where we need to go to get you off this medication. And the rewarding thing is actually getting people, you know, off of three or four medications, getting them healthy, seeing them lose weight, seeing them more active, seeing them, you know, outside exercising, being with their family, taking those vacations that they have really wanted to take. So um, it's, it's a super rewarding job. Yeah. So what caused you to come? I'm assuming you were in a traditional pharmacy type role prior to this. Yeah. So I was. So um, I was a 
supervisor at Integris Baptist Medical Center. So a very, very large, if your audience knows in Oklahoma, they know Integris is huge. So I was at Integris Baptist Medical Center as a supervisor and in 2020 hit. And I just got so, so burned out. I mean, it was Oh, it, it was just insane. Everyone, you know, was just on edge. Everyone was just coiled up like porcupines, basically. Yeah. You know, the whole health system. Um, and I just got so burned out of it. And I was like, I saw all these patients, you know, continuously coming back year after, you know, year, uh, the same conditions, you know, you would see them show up in your queue and you're like, Hey, I know this person. Right. That should not be a thing. You should not know hospital admissions by name at a place as big as Baptist. That is ridiculous. Exactly. Like I could go to their room on rounds and be like, hello, it's it's me again. (laughs) Uh, Here's your hundred pills. Yeah. Can I, can I see your, can I see your bag of medications? It literally, people would bring me boxes, Amy. I mean, like literally boxes of medications and, you know, and we would sort through them and I'd be like, okay, you know, here's all these duplicated medications. Here's all this. Like, why are you taking this? Oh, well, this specialist over here gave it to me. Well, did you, what about the specialists over here? What did they think? Well, I haven't talked to them about it, you know? So it's yeah. like, I saw this huge, huge need um, for this space. And I was like, okay, I want to, I want to fill this space, but I don't want to just do it, you know, right here. My, you know, my ultimate goal was to take it on in Oklahoma and go even further than that. Uh, and, you know, start training other pharmacists how to do this. Like, how do, how can you incorporate this into your practice? Uh, you know, even as a solopreneur, you know, you don't have to have a pharmacy necessarily. You can be a solopreneur and do these things because pharmacists and medical professionals are so smart. We have all the knowledge to do this. We just have to utilize it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot, you are speaking my language. And I mean, for the, for the audience that doesn't, that that doesn't, that maybe is not familiar with the medical field, you guys, this is huge. This is, there is a huge disconnect between physicians and continuity of patient care. And you go to your primary doctor and then you have your cardiologist. You have, there was a time I had, I think about seven specialists that nobody talked to the other guy or gal. How is that serving our people? So, so you're like the anti, you're the anti-pharmacy pharmacist. (laughs) I'm the anti-medication pharmacist. Yeah. Yeah. And I I have a whole functional wellness spin on everything too. So Mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, Hey, you know, we're going to throw supplements and stuff at you. Hey, let's get you off your medications. Let's get you tested for, you know, pharmacogenomics, test your genetics to see if you're even on the right medications that you should be on. And then, you know, let's really make sure that this is working for you and get you off of as much as possible. So yeah, so it's a whole different approach. Completely. I mean, I I heard an arborist this morning say, if you're not testing your soil and you're fertilizing your lawn and your trees, you're doing it wrong. We're giving, you're telling me we're giving our lawns better care than we're giving our bodies. Absolutely. No, it is time for change people. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. I love what you're doing. So, so how did it all start? Like what, tell, tell us what does that look like going from this cushy? I mean, I don't want to say cushy, but people who know around here in Oklahoma for our national audience here, I mean, Integris is an enormous facility. It's a, it's a pretty decent job. They've got great benefits. There's, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity. So how terrifying was that to go? I have this idea. Now what? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was like, I couldn't unsee it. You know, once I saw the idea, I was just like, I have to do this. Like it kept me awake day in, day out, you know, I gotta do it, you know? And so I, you know, I started, you know, in 2020, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start as a consultant and, you know, start building this out. Well, crazy thing. I call the state board of pharmacy in Oklahoma. And I'm like, Hey, this is what I want to do. I hope that you can support me. And they were like, pump the brakes. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, ma'am. Like, ma'am. I'm like, I know pharmacists all over this country that are doing this from their home or from a physician's office. And they were like, no, no, if you're going to do this, you have to open a pharmacy as a pharmacist. You have to um, go through the pain of actually opening a pharmacy to practice as a pharmacist. You have to work under a license. I'm like terrified, you know, at this point, I'm like, is this really what I want to do? Is this really what's going to happen? And I was just like, I'll find a way. I've, I've yeah. found a way forever. I did all these things for Integris, which was a, you know, like you said, it's a huge health system. And I found a way to make it work. And I'm like, I'm going to find a way to make this work. Cause I can't unsee what I saw. So, mm. so I just, I did it. So I opened um, a pharmacy, a very small pharmacy and not, you know, like I said, we don't dispense medications. We don't have the huge computers. You can't walk up and just, you know, come to the counter. It's all, you know, by appointment, but yeah, to get back to kind of your question. Um, yeah, I was very terrified because I'm leaving like a very high, well-paying job with amazing benefits to start something I had no clue, but I knew could be so so successful. Um, and you know, when I first started, I was, I was doing both Amy, like, cause I was like, mm-hmm. so afraid to take that leap. And I know so many people are, so many people yeah. are afraid to take that leap. Cause they're like, like you said, what the, what ifs, all the benefits that you get. So, you know, it basically took me from, you know, making all these gorgeous gourmet meals every week that I had time to make to eating cans of cream corn. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like I was just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with both of them. So I I came to a head and I was like, what am I going to do? You know, which path am I going to take? And I, and I, I banked on me. I chose myself. Yeah, you did. You queen. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. You're my new best friend. I just have to oh. <laughs> I'd love to be your best friend. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay. Sorry guys, we're fangirling over each other a little bit here because we under, it's because I understand the impact that something like this can have. I've lived it from the medical provider side and I've lived it from the patient side. Oh my gosh. So tell us about some of the people you've helped. What are, what kind of impact are you making in these individual lives? Oh my gosh. I have some of the most amazing patients in the world. I mean, I can't, oh, I can't tell you, Amy, they're like, they are the best people, especially when, you know, when COVID hit and like, you couldn't get an appointment with anyone. You couldn't see anyone. Um, you know, people would, you know, call me up. Okay. Hey, do you have a test? Okay, great. Do you have a therapy for that test? Yeah. We'll get you in the same day. I had so many wives call me afterwards and they were like, I am so glad I came to you because you saved my husband's life without you. He wouldn't be here. I mean, he, they would have thrown him, you know, into the ER and said, oh, you don't, you, you don't fit the need, go home. So, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've helped so many people. And then they have became my own, you know, private clients as well for my, you know, functional medicine piece of my pharmacy now. So it's just been so rewarding, um, to, you know, to help these people, you know, see them long-term to get that, you know, the respect 
and you know they know they can call me up or text me and I'm going to respond. Unlike, you know, a physician in a really really busy clinic who, okay, yeah, come see me in, you know, 4 or 5 weeks and I'll take care of your issue. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's just been it's been rewarding and it's been so rewarding to like continue to build up services to help people. Um so I've been building up, you know, like like I told you earlier like the pharmacogenomics like the genetic testing. So kind of really getting at like, hey, you know, we we've thrown you know blood pressure medicine at you forever or you know blood thinner at you forever does it really work you know so mm-hmm. you know and a lot of my patients are kind of like oh hey you know i don't think these things are you know working for me um so it's it's just been it's just been so so rewarding to help these people and continue to build services that provide value and impact to them yeah so um, that was the only requirement that the that the pharmacy board put on you is like that you have a locate a brick and mortar basically. Yeah, somewhere they can inspect. That was you know that was basically it. Yep, they want they to get their feet. Yep, and and I pay my I pay my you know my my dues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you know it's it's been great though because out of it has came the ability to have a place to like see these patients too. Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, if they want to come in to the to my pharmacy area, they can come in. Um, it give, gives me a space too to be able to see patients, you know, one-on-one through Zoom and all the yes. technologies of telehealth. So, you know, it, it was a silver lining, to be honest with you. Like it was painful at first building it up, but now it's just, it's it's been awesome having that space. What kind, tell me what kind of reception you're receiving from the physicians, from the primary care and other physicians who's, Maybe you're working in partnership. Maybe someone will work against you. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's it's been great. Like I I have um, quite a few physician partners, and they all enjoy it because their I mean their books are so overwhelmed, and you know, mm-hmm. too they have patients who are just you know always in the office, always having you know issues. So they're like, hey, can you help me with this patient in this area? Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And then I have physicians that refer me people, you know, for testing or things like that, or like, they like, Hey, we know, you know, especially during the height of the Omicron variant, like Tara has monoclonal antibodies, go to her, call her. And I have even physicians as clients. So it's that speed. That is the key. So listen up. Like if your doctor is doing something, do that thing because they know, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So tell, talk, I'm so interested in the genetic testing. Talk a little bit about like, what can someone uncover that with that genetic testing that, that can point them in a direction that's, that's valuable. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, pharmacogenomic testing is just expanding. I mean, it's just, it's a, there's a huge market for it. There's a huge need for it. Um, one of the biggest things is depression. So you can actually test medications for depression to see if they're working correctly in your body. Wait, you mean I don't have to be on it for six weeks, change it for another six weeks, change it again and change it again? No, no, you just do one genetic (laughs) test. Holy crap. Hey, you metabolize this one at a normal rate. This is the one you should be on. Or, hey, you're a poor metabolizer of this. It's just causing side effects. Or you're ultra rapid metabolizer of this. And it's probably not even really, you know, maybe benefiting you. Um, you know, so yeah. So there's actually like a test that you can use um, and, you know, see, yeah, 
for, for depression medications. That one, that one's huge for statin drugs, even. So all of your cholesterol medications, blood pressure medications. I mean, the biggest one, um, you know, in the cardiology space is Plavix. So, you know, you go in, you get a stent in your heart, they give you Plavix. Well, what if you can't metabolize that drug? Then you're not keeping your stent open. So, you know, there's so much value in knowing your, your tests. So even though I don't take any medications, of course I did one because now if I ever needed a medication, I could say, okay, here's my genetic report. Let me see, you know, it, what would work the best in my body. And is that like a one standard test that tests for basically everything, or is it specific to the drug? Or drug so type? it's one test and you get this whole profile of, of medications that you, you know, how, and how you metabolize them. And then you can just, ha- and they update it, you know, frequently as new tests, you know, come out and they, they find out about new drugs, they update your genetic data in the database. And then you get sent basically a new link saying, Hey, you have a new test report. Um, so it's, it's wow. super valuable. It's so valuable, especially if you're on, you know, multiple medications. I mean, for, yes. for anyone out there. So are your, you know, your parents, so you think about them and the side effects they might be having from their medication or the benefits they're not getting. So, um, but really, you know, what I see the biggest benefit is, is in people who, who do suffer from depression, who do feel like they're constantly failing medications. Like it doesn't have to be that way. It's not you. It could just be your genes. And there's nothing we really can do about your genes except for, you know, hack them basically. (laughs) Except for know them know the information and use it. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, what I, my mind is blown. I'm so excited about this. This is insane. Imagine taking a box full or bag full of medications to you and saying, all right, let's figure this out together. Yeah. Uh, So what other, what other service you mentioned, you're expanding the services. What else other than the testing obviously is a huge part yeah, yeah. So testing, yeah, has been huge. Uh, you know, and the functional medicine piece is the next big thing that I really am excited about building out and helping people with gut health, because you know, seventy percent of your immune system lives in your gut. So if you can fix your gut, you can fix everything else about your body. Mm. So. Um, that's like one of the services I'm very, very excited to build out. So that, you know, that one is really for anyone who is suffering from any type of, you know, gastrointestinal, you know, disease disorders, um, you know, just wanting to have optimal function of their, their health. Um, you know, especially as we kind of move through whatever this next phase is in, in the world, you know, you want to make sure that your immune system is highly boosted, yeah, like we don't talk about poop enough. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when you reach your 40s, then you then you understand, like, oh, yeah, yes. that's important. Yes, yes. <laughs> and being on like a very good high quality probiotic, you know, and not you can't just go to the store and buy a probiotic. I mean, that is not a one size fits all type of situation. So, you know, there is very advanced testing you can do. You can actually map your whole GI system from start to finish uh, and see, you know, what, what's going on. Do you have any, you know, Canada overgrowth or do you have any, you know, uh, maybe, maybe your body is, you know, hyper inflamed. You know, what do you do about that? And where does that start? And how, how can you fix it through, through basically supplements and vitamins and food? 
and what you like put in your body, what you put in your environment, you know, your exercise, you know, to, to change all that because, you know, long-term, yeah, you don't, you don't increase your risk of colorectal cancer. Yeah. So speak a little bit to that. Um, well, I guess I have two questions kind of, I mean, this is more like a business podcast, but we're going to talk about medicine for a minute. Speak to the diet and the autoimmune piece a little bit. Yeah. So there's so many foods that can cause inflammation. So, um, I'm sure you are, are highly aware of that. So, um, yes. So there are so many foods that can cause inflammation in your body that you have to be aware of. You have to be aware of your triggers. So you could actually get testing done to see if there is medic, if there is food out there that you might be sensitive to or allergic to that is causing inflammation in your gut and in your body, you know, causing you to have hives and rashes that you didn't even know, you know, what the cause was. Maybe you're adding another medication to try to treat it, <laughs> another cream, another ointment. Like you don't have to do that. You could actually go and get your blood tested and see uh, what you might be sensitive to. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, really unique and growing field. So, uh, so yeah, if you have any uh, food sensitivities or allergies, or you think you might be there, there's panels out there you can do that have like hundreds of different foods and uh, environmental allergies that you can test for. Yeah. So, I mean, what we're putting in our bodies, do you think that is kind of the catalyst for many of the problems that we all suffer from? Oh, absolutely. All the, all the GMOs, all the pesticides, you know, everything that we are putting in our body is definitely um, the catalyst because that's what feeds you. It's what you, you put it in your body, you make it who you are, you know, what you put out into the world. So yeah, if you sit around and drink, you know, Coke all day and you drink, um, you know, all these sugary drinks, yeah, your skin isn't going to glow, you know, you're not going to you know, you're not going to feel great. Your joints are going to be, you know, super inflamed. So, um, so yeah, you've got it. What you put in your body is so important. So, you know, I definitely recommend, you know, putting as much organic food and you know, healthy food in your body, um, you know, good balance of protein for sure. Um, not as much meat-based products necessarily and go with more, you know, plant-based protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've noticed as I get older, even just just my age alone, I'm kind of craving less meat. And it seems like my body's asking me for more vegetables and, and the healthier stuff all the time. And I feel better. Imagine that. Yes, I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It? Yeah. yeah, we say garbage in garbage out in our brain, but it's really no different here. Right you here. put garbage in it comes out of every or you have, I mean, it's just garbage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> so talk a little bit about building your business. I mean, I know it was really scary and you got the brick and mortar, but what have, what have some of your really big wins and some of your struggles been with, with doing this thing since in the middle of a pandemic, no less. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's fine. Just start a business in 2020. It's, it's all it's good. Fine. It's, we got this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, the, the regulation piece has been, you know, my, my biggest challenge by far has been, you know, the regulation of like actually having, you know, to, to start up a, a pharmacy. I mean, because you think about the overhead, you know, you go into an independent pharmacy, you think, you know, $4,000, $10,000, you know, to start up, you know, per month to start a mm -hmm. business, um, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, can I, can I do it? So, you know, you, you just find it, you find a way to do it. You become really scrappy. Um, and, 
I mean, the biggest thing, of course, in the beginning, it was like, oh, am I going to have patience? Am I going to have income? Yeah. You know, is it going to come in? But, you know, at the end of the day, the universe provides for you. You know, you put it out there. What you put out into the universe is what you receive back. So you put out, you know, all the positive and good energy into the universe. It all, it all comes back to you. And that's, that's what I did. I just, you know, I took the leap of faith and said, Hey, I'm here for this. This is what I want to do. I'm going to give it a try. Cause I know I could always be a pharmacist at the end of the, you know, I could always go back and be a pharmacist in a hospital. I have all those skills there, but if I didn't do this right now, then who knows, who knows what would happen. Um, so yeah, definitely my, my biggest wins that though have been like all the great people I get to meet, just like you, like uh-huh. all these amazing, you know, lovely people, uh, pharmacists and other entrepreneurs and business people that I would have never came into contact with, um, you know, being all closed off in my little office. Of the world. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been truly eye opening, and, oh my gosh, I just, I feel blessed every day I wake up feeling so blessed. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> it's a whole nother world coming, coming from the private sector or corporate world, like living, like in a hospital, I say living, practically living in a hospital for me as a business owner, I was like networking. What, why do I want to go meet other people who are doing these other things? I mean, I work with these people, this and that I didn't understand it, but getting to meet other people that are doing some like amazing things. There are people with really big things going on around here like you yeah oh there's so many amazing people yeah I I oh my gosh so a little bit about my backstory of where I finally landed in my um my pharmacy I'm in a business incubator in Oklahoma so yeah so it's like you think about like just the office space and I put a pharmacy inside an office space and said hey I'm gonna make this work Um, and so I get to meet all these awesome people from all different backgrounds, right? People are making car stereos, people, you know, in the cannabis industry, people, you know, doing podcasts, just like you. And I get to meet them all and learn from their experiences. And it's just, it's so eye-opening because you, yeah, you do. You feel like you're like in this little bubble of your network of like people in your same profession. And then you're all of a sudden, like the world is just open. Yes. Yes. Did you come from a background where your were your parents entrepreneurial or were you ever exposed to any type of business ownership in your family? Yeah. So my grandfather owned a business. Yeah. He had like a landscaping and lawn care service uh, for many, many years. And I would, you know, in the summertime, I would go help him like, you know, collect money and I'd watch my grandmother, you know, do books and things like that. Um, so I kind of got a little bit of exposure there, but um, yeah, not, not really as much as, you know, a lot of other people have And in pharmacy school, they do not teach you how to run a business. They don't teach you how to operate a business. It's like, if you want to get out and do that on your own, you either, you go through an MBA program or you, you go into a pharmacy and you kind of learn from another owner. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so not really any business background whatsoever, except for what I got at, you know, at Integris. Wow. And there's so much opportunity for in, I can't believe they're not teaching that in, in school. We, we need to fix that. We need to at least let people know they have options. Yeah. You don't have to go work at CVS. You don't have to go work at Walgreens. You don't have to go like die in corporate America. <laughs> you can just, so that's a great segue into your Academy. Let's talk a little bit about that. Tell the maybe pharmacists that are listening who are stuck at Walgreens. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I have Academy and I actually, I do a couple of things in the Academy. So I teach uh, point of care testing to pharmacies. So people who already have a pharmacy and they want to expand on their clinical services and start offering point of care testing. So I have a whole, basically, you know, Academy webinars, all those things that you can just go in there. It's a year subscription. You can pull out all of your policies, your procedures that you need, um, operational documents, like how does this run? How should I run it? Um, and then I do like a complete implementation as well. So I actually go to pharmacies and say, hey, let's do this. And I'm going to wow. help you set up and we're going to walk through step by step on how to do it. Um, and then I also work with, yeah, pharmacists who are wanting to be solopreneurs. They want to get out. They want to do something different. Um, they have a great idea, but they're, you know, ju they just feel a little stuck. And we've all been there. You know, starting a business is not easy. So I offer VIP coaching as well to um, pharmacists who really want to, you know, scale their idea and leave the corporate world and get out of, yeah, get out of the, the big boxes. Um, so yeah, that has been, yeah, a, a blessing. All of it has been, because I just love working with people sharing my knowledge and helping everyone out. Yeah. So, um, man, they're going to have to edit this out because my brain is so full. I don't even know what normal questions I would normally ask. Cause I'm just so blown away. I really am. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> is this, is this something that's been kind of catching on in our nation or is this, I mean, how, how, um, how prolific or how, how expansive is this type of model? So my type of model for a, a non-dispensing, you know, closed door pharmacy, um, mm. there aren't a whole lot of us out there because a lot of pharmacists, they can actually just work from home. You know, and they can do chronic care management, remote patient monitoring, you know, they can do functional medicine consults, you know, online uh, from home and they don't have to like actually open a pharmacy. But, you know, there's so many benefits that I didn't even think of when I did open a pharmacy because I can't, I can have a full lab there. I can, you know, do tons and tons of testing. Um, but yeah, there, there's just not a whole lot of, lot of people, you know, thinking this way thinking about like, hey, let's not just go and dispense medications. Let's let the big chains dispense the medications and let's start helping people, you know, get off of the medications. Um, so yeah, but I didn't realize how many people were doing it until I actually started, you know, to, to do it, but I haven't found a whole lot of people like me. Yeah. Well, I doubt there are very few people like you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> your your vocation notwithstanding like not not many people like like Tara Dominguez right here oh my, uh, oh my gosh so um like now this is kind of selfish of me can you just act as people's primary care I mean are you like a total like just substitute in or is it always a partnership type of a situation it's always a partnership yeah so, um, you know, I can give, you know, guidance to people, you know, hey, you know, this is going on. I think you should take something over the counter for it. Hey, let's try a lifestyle modification. But when it gets down to actually, you know, changing medications or changing drug therapy, yeah, it has to be the primary care. But the great thing is, is that, you know, primary care doctors are really receptive to listening to you if you really sell them on it. So, if, you know, you have great templates built and you send them off to him like, hey, you know, this is what's happening with this patient. Let me give you a complete, you know, soap note on it. Um, mm -hmm. let, let's get this done. They go, yeah, sure. Thanks for basically doing my job for me. <laughs> That's it. I was going to say, I mean, you're doing their job for them. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Why would they not? Um, yeah. Are you seeing, I, I mean, I know on the coast, this is becoming much more popular, but like the naturopathic doctors and stuff, I think it's kind of just starting to come into Oklahoma. Are they a good um, partnership with you as well? You know, they would be. I actually don't know a whole lot of naturopathic doctors. I know some doctors who are doing, you know, functional medicine. They, you know, they came from the big health systems and they they saw the same things I did, you know, day in, day out in the, you know, ER and the hospital. And they're moving into that more, you know, functional wellness piece. But yeah, naturopathic doctors would be a wonderful, wonderful fit with a pharmacist because, um, you know, at the end of the day, everyone wants to, you know, get people healthier and get them off medications and have a whole you know, the more holistic approach to medicine. Yeah. Now it for the listeners who don't know the functional medicine piece, can you define that a little uh, more clearly, like kind of just in a, yeah, again, I'm five-year-old sort of way. Fine. Yeah. So functional medicine is just getting to the root cause of the ailment. So basically going, Hey, you know, what is actually causing you to have this problem? Like you have, you have high blood pressure. Well, instead of saying, Oh, Amy, I'm just going to give you, you know, two high blood pressure medicines. I'll see you back in six months. We go, okay, let's look at your diet. Let's look at your lifestyle choices. Let's make some modifications. What can we do? And let's constantly follow up. Let's not just wait six months or a year to follow up. Let's, let's talk in two weeks. Let's talk in four weeks. Let's see how you're doing. Let's put you on a path to wellness instead of a path to more medication. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then that takes time that mm-hmm. our overloaded hospital systems and physicians just don't have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. So partnering with someone like you is ideal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah. So what, what if some of the, uh, hmm. again, I'm literally speechless. <laughs> Oh man. Um, God, I'm just so impressed with what you're doing. Where, where's your, uh, where's the, the incubator at? It's at, um, it's on 39th and Tulsa in Oklahoma city. Okay. So it's, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, broke brewery or any of the breweries over there, but it's like right next to broke right next to, uh, Will Rogers garden. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a yeah. beautiful space. That's awesome. Yeah. So, right so there, like off the highways, <laughs> Yeah, that's convenient location. And you're seeing people there, you're seeing your patients there. Yeah, I see them there. I see them in their home. I see them telehealth too. So okay. yeah, I love going to see people in their house. I mean, it's so rewarding because, you know, not only are you getting to see people, you know, in their natural environment where they're comfortable, but you also can pick up on little things too. Like, hey, you know, why hasn't your dishes been washed, you know, in a couple of days? Are you not feeling well? You know, are you not getting around as much or, Hey, you're, you're, you know, your pantry looks a little empty. What have you been eating? You know, have you been eating out more? Are you, um, are you trying to, you know, eat in and cook like we talked about? Um, so it, it does, it does help, you know, going to see people in their, their natural environment. Okay. So you're going to homes. I mean, that is full wellness to care. Do you find that some people are hesitant to be like, yeah, I know I could just diet and exercise, but <laughs> because the bottom line is that's the answer many times, I'm assuming at least the place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Those simple lifestyle modifications are definitely the answer, but yeah, some people are resistant to it. So it kind of gets down to like, okay, you know, what can we have to start with baby steps? You mm-hmm. know, what, what can you do one day a week? What are you willing to try? 
What can you be accountable to? And then the, just the honesty too of the conversation saying, you know, hey, we're checking in, you know, two weeks now from now, how many times did you go walk? Well, I really didn't go walk any. Okay. Well, then we need to like find something that you can do inside the house. Cause you know, then the, then the excuses come out like, oh, you know, I didn't walk because it was raining or it was hot. Or, it's like, okay, well, let's get you walking up and down these stairs. Um, so it, it really, it really helps like getting to see people in their, you know, in their natural environment and just having those open and honest conversations, because that really forges trust too. Um, yes. with, with your patients where they can come to you and they can go, Hey, I know I just bought this supplement or I just did this, but it, it's not working. You know, I really want it to work for me, but it's, it's just not, or, Hey, you know, you said to cut out all this tea that I've been drinking, but I can't, I can't cut out all the tea, <laughs> you know, like, what can I do? Um, so yeah, so it, it's, it's very, very rewarding helping people and just having those conversations. Cause when you go see a physician in their office, you know, they're like, okay, here's a list of 20 things you need to stop doing. They give it to you and they never give you a real, you know, path to that wellness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it, uh, I suffered for many years with extreme um, mental illness, extreme depression, extreme anxiety. If someone had come into my home and seen what I was going through, it like, hey, there's a lot of dishes on this counter. What's going on? You know, you haven't checked your mail in a week. What's going on? How valuable that could have been, how much quicker my recovery could have been yeah. uh, with, with a partner like that. Yeah, because yeah. you, you could have those open, you know, difficult conversations in a loving way. Yeah, that you're unwilling to have with your family or closest friends or other people you shut out. So, wow, not only getting people off their medications, but really giving them a more whole life. Thank you for what you're doing. Oh my gosh. So give, give our listeners a few tips of things we can do. We know the diet exercise, um, but, but what are some things like specific things that we can do to start a path toward wellness? Yeah. So I think really what it is, is looking at where you want to go, like who you want to be, you know, like you say, okay, I want to lose, you know, 10 pounds. A lot of people, that's what, that's, that's some of their goals. I, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to make my stomach feel better. You know, these are like, these are the, the end goals. And it's, you know, really taking and starting with those, those baby steps. Like, what are you willing to give up to get there? Mm -hmm. That's really the number one thing. Like what can like the low, low hanging fruit that you know at the end of the day can have the biggest impact. And it it's honestly just time too. You know, doing those little things over time and making them part of just your routine. So it's not just, okay, I'm gonna do it for one week. It's every single day doing that thing. You know, okay, I went from drinking four cups of coffee. Now I drink two cups of coffee a day. Okay, well, that, that's fantastic, you know, and keeping up with that and not ever going back, not ever looking back, only looking forward is really, really the key because you know, once you do start cutting out um, a lot of those things and making it a routine, you, you don't go and look back. You don't even want them anymore. All the, mm -hmm. all the things that you were doing that were, were harming your body. Yeah, once you actually get the feeling that, oh, wow, this is better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's no longer, you know, you're no longer going into the break room at like four o'clock in the afternoon and filling up your coffee. And then you're wondering why you can't sleep, uh, you know, when it comes nine o'clock at night. So, yeah, so it's just kind of really looking and being honest with yourself. Yeah, 
That that's such valuable advice. It's easy to hear, difficult to implement, but if you do it, you can live a better life. Yeah. Dr. Tara, do we have to give up the coffee? Do we have to give up all the coffee? No, no, you can keep coffee. Hey, just, I need the coffee. Not, not after not after two o'clock. <laughs> okay, two cups and not after two. Yes, not after okay. two o'clock. Yes. Okay, I think I can commit to that. Okay, good. I drink coffee till noon and then I have to give it up. So yeah. <laughs> good. Well, oh my gosh, I can't believe this time has gone by so fast. Um, we're just about to the end of our time. So tell the listeners where we can find you. If you have a bag of medication, your mama's got a bag of medication, your neighbor's got a bag of med- medication, you feel like crap, you want to feel better. This is a lady you need to talk to first and get a partnership with your physician and Dr. Tara Dominguez. Where can we find you? Yeah. So my website is really simple. It's www.td.care. You can also find me on social media under TD Pharmacy Services on Instagram and Facebook. Um, And then, yeah, you can give me a call anytime, 405-805-6191 to set up an appointment. Thank you so much for being my guest, Dr. Tara Dominguez. You are fantastic. I am so excited about what you're doing. I think you may have your newest client right here. And (laughs) and thank you so much for being a queen that leads. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on your show. 